Hey everyone. So this episode is going to start a little different and be a little different. This topic of negativity and how it affects the body came about for a couple of reasons. First of all, if you've watched the previous um, Road to Radical Visibility episode, that's about um, stopping your the spiral of negative thoughts. That episode, a lot of people messaged me. They said, thank you very much for it, that it really helped them. And that's one of the reasons. The other reason that this topic has come up now is because I was freaking in my workout this morning and it was hard for me. I was like, what is happening? And I was out of breath and I felt, I didn't feel super strong in my body. And I, there's just so many things happening, feeling heavy, all those kinds of things. So I thought this is something that's happening in my life. And therefore, I bet it is happening in someone else's and maybe it is happening in yours. And what I know from all of my PhD education and all of the hundreds of people that have helped move through negative emotions and really create the life and the way of being that they want every single day without shame or guilt is we need to know how negativity affects our body, the negative thoughts and the negative energy. It is my belief that it gets stored in the body. All right. So before we dive in, I just want to say welcome to another episode of Road to Radical Visibility. My name is Rachel Freeman Sowers, also known as the Breakthrough Bitch, because I am passionate about helping people in the LGBTQ plus and female communities become more bold in the expression of themselves, their mission, and their truth in all areas of their lives. And what this actually interprets and results in is you being able to be 100% yourself, 100% of the time, no shame or guilt needed. And I cannot wait to dive into this episode because, okay, so let's dive in. (laughs) The, The body is affected by negativity and it stops us. But has anyone ever mentioned to you the term negative bias? Let me know in the comments if they have um, and your thoughts about negative bias. So I'm just going to read a little bit about what it is. It is a negative bias is our tendency not to only register negative stimuli more readily, but also to dwell on these events. So just in terms of negative bias, have you found yourself more often than not focusing on the negative stimuli and then dwelling on these events? How many of you have ever gotten a bad grade? Um, Well, I don't know. For me, like when I got a bad grade, then I would dwell on it. I'm not good enough. And then the negative spiral starts, right? And we go into the rabbit hole of shame and guilt. Um, Maybe you made a mistake at work and you just can't get it out of your brain that you made that mistake. And it just like keeps hanging on, right? Um, This is called negative bias. And what we've discovered throughout the science is that we are trained to have negative bias because we were trained to keep ourselves safe. And there's a part of our brain called the amygdala. And when we have a negative occurrence or something happen in our lives, the amygdala amygdala then processes the negativity in that area in the brain. And what happens is that they are then 
stored as long-term memories. Okay, That's how, that was a little choppy. When something negative happens, your amygdala is stimulated. It says, danger, danger, um, we're in danger. We're noting this, and it turns into a long-term memory, right? And this then has an effect on us because we are theoretically then trained to look for the negative to stay safe. Now, interestingly enough, you can see this in all areas. Maybe you can see it in the school system. You can probably see it in if you work for someone else. If I don't do this, then I don't get that, right? We're taught to say, well, the negative thing far outweighs the positive thing that I'm going to experience. So I'm going to make sure I don't um, experience the negative thing, which means I work harder, which means sometimes I don't honor my own way of being. If we think of it, um, in my community as an LGBTQ plus person and in the female communities, it's like, what can I do to prove that I am worthy of this? And I have to avoid this negative consequence. I'm going to do these things. Instead of saying, I really want this thing. I want this life that I want to live. I want to interact in the way, in this way. And I want to feel this way in my body all the time. That then needs to become the driver than the negative feelings, right? But our body gets stopped. The body is the primal protector. The mind is not the primal protector. The body is the primal protector. And this is why it's really important to notice how negativity, the negative thoughts that you have and the negative energy that you have in your body is affecting you. So I've come up with three ways um, to recognize that negative thoughts and that negativity is stored in your body. I've come up with three ways to release it. So three signs that's stored there three ways to release it, and three ways you can tell when the negative energy has left your body. Now, it's important for us to notice these things because what happens is we just get into these patterns, and I talk about them all the time. We get into this pattern, and then it becomes, this is just who I am. This is just what I do. No, no, no. You don't have to settle for whatever is happening in your life. You have the capacity to say, I want something different and move towards that something. But oftentimes people will say to me, well, I know I want it. I know I'm supposed to do this. I know I really am not this person who wants to be negative and focus on the negative. I know there's a different part of me inside of myself. And there is a different part of you inside of yourself. And it's our job to know that and to help that part come out and to release the things that are not serving you to be your truest self so that you can be 100% yourself 100% of the time, no shame or guilt needed. It's really something that comes when we start moving this negativity outside of our body. All right. So Really quick, if you're enjoying this content or enjoyed other content, make sure you hit that subscribe button and hit the like so this video gets shared even more and touches even more people making that impact. I'd really appreciate it. Let's dive in. Here are the three signs that you have negative energy stored in your body. And you may say to some of these, like, no, duh. (laughs) You're like, no, duh, Rachel. I totally know that. And then I'm going to ask you if you'll consider the possibility that it doesn't need to be there. 
Okay. So three signs. You're always feeling heavy, tired, and unmotivated. This came up for so, so many times when I was training for the AIDS life cycle. It came up this morning in my workout, literally this morning. And I was tired and I was like feeling super heavy. And I was like, no, I need to do this workout, right? But you feel tired, you feel heavy, you're unmotivated. You just almost to numb out, right? You start disconnecting the cognitive from the body. It won't work that way, right? We need to have the mind and body connected, but we're trained to like cut it off right here and just be thinking about everything instead of moving these things through our body. So that's the first sign. Um, uh, second sign is that you feel like everything is happening to you or everything is happening because of you. So think about it like this. When you start thinking everything is happening to me, you are noticing the negativity or all of the bad things or all of the unwanted things that are happening to you. And you enter into this kind of victimhood, right? You become the victim then. When you think that everything is happening because of you, and I felt this so much in my life before, that it's my fault and I take over responsibility, right? And then I just suffer even more when I'm taking the responsibility for everybody else that's not even really mine and I can't even really change the outcome. Yeah, <laughs> like that in itself creates insanity. So we try and fix because we are the cause of everything. And I'm here to tell you, my friend, that yes, maybe there is some reason that you are doing certain things but you are not the cause of everyone else's feelings or problems. Let me say that one more time. You're not the cause, nor are you responsible for everyone else's feelings or problems. When we tend to be in this way of being, we're always really running around trying to put out the fires. We're always really running around trying to not experience something negative. This is the same thing that we talked about in negativity bias or negative bias, right? The third sign is, is that you don't feel like yourself. Something is always off and you're not present in your life. This is one of the main things my clients come to me with is like, I don't know how I got here. I don't want to be here. There's a part of me that knows this isn't for me. Like this is not the life I want to be living. I just don't know how to shift it. There's an episode coming up with um, a guest where she shifted and changed the trajectory of her whole entire life and the way she feels about herself. It's really amazing. But we need, we recognize there's something in us that says, this is not quite right. This is not how um, I want to experience life. I don't want to experience my life this way. It's really important that we pay attention to this because it is your life and you have <clears throat> theoretically this one life that you're living. And you guys have heard so many times about my dad when he was in the last days of his life and constantly saying, sorry, sorry, sorry. And in, in those moments, he's like, don't, don't be like me and be sorry for everything. Like no regrets, live your life full out, full stop, do and be who you want to be, right? 
And so that's been my mission. And that's why I help other people just like you to do the same. Okay. So those are the three signs. We know the signs. We feel the signs. If you have felt these signs or similar ones, put them in the comments below. Um, Let me know the way that negativity has manifested itself in your body and the way you feel about your body, the way, what you can do, what you can't do, all of those kinds of things. I want to know in the comments. We're going to move on to the three ways to release negative energy from your body. All right. So these are three ways that you can start doing right now. You are going to have negative bias. And then you're going to think the minute I say them that these are the reasons you can't do it. And if you don't, fan fucking fantastic. <laughs> That's awesome. But if you're like, mm-mm. Nope, this guy, um, I'm going to ask you to put that on pause and play with possibility right now. Okay. The first way to release negative energy from the body is to give the reticular activation system something else to focus on. Have you heard the phrase? Oh my gosh. I used to sell Mary Kate. Don't fall off your chair. Like I did. And I was, I was super successful at it. Just Um, and they always used to say what you think about, you bring about. And that's really true. And I also want to say, it doesn't mean that what you think about and you bring about is you. We've talked about that before on the show. I'm going to talk about it again in a couple of weeks. But what we want to know is that the reticular activation system is focusing on what we are putting the most attention on. And so it's like you start your day and you're like, I woke up on the wrong side of the bed. This day is going to be shitty. Oh my gosh, my toothpaste splooshed out of the toothpaste. Um, Oh my gosh, I broke this glass in the dishwasher. See what's happened now. I'm late to work. Now my dog's having a problem. Now my kids are having a problem. Now it's like, oh God, I'm finally here. And now I have another thing to overcome. That's what the reticular activation system is focused on. And what we need to give it and say is this is that playing with the possibility part is that this doesn't mean anything except that I broke a glass and that I'm moving on through my day. We're not attaching the emotion to the thing or the thought. Um, For instance, like, oh, my day is going to go bad. Oh, I just noticed I had that thought. That's not the thought that I actually want. My day is going to go just as I need it to go because things are working for me. Or things are working. Yeah, things are working for me. They're not working to me or they're not happening to me, right? So give your reticular activation something else to focus on. This is a something that they say that kind of goes into like the gratitude journal. What you're actually doing is giving your reticular activation system something else to focus on, right? And you carry that through throughout your day. One little tip that I give my clients all the time is they set alarms on their phones to remind themselves Like the universe is working for me. God is watching over me. God is working his plan for me. Whatever you want to call it, whatever you want to do, those those reminders will then draw your attention. Your reticular activation system then focuses on that. And what you need is them several times a day. And so that you can be reminded like, hey, everything is working in my, for my good. Everything is coming to me just as it should come to me 
right? Okay, so number two is to move your body in nature. I don't know how many times I've said this. It is essential. I keep this on the list because it is essential for me. I have to move my body. The minute I don't feel like moving my body, that is an indicator to me to get my butt outside and to do something. Even if it's like skimming the stuff off the pool outside, standing in the sunshine, watering my plants, going to the lake, um, anything to get myself grounded outside. That's where my connection is. If your connection is somewhere else, Go wherever that connection is and be in that spot and feel yourself being grounded. All right. So number three is you reprioritize your energy. This, this is probably one of the toughest things to reprioritize your energy because there are so many things telling us we can't, I can't take, um, three minutes to, no, I'll say this. I, I, I can't take seven and a half minutes to walk around the block. Like I've timed two different walks in my neighborhood. Um, and sometimes I'll be like, nope, I got to sit here. I got to work. I got to do this thing. And the fact of the matter is, is that my product productivity is so much better when I get up and I move my body. When I go outside now, it gets super hot here. So it's to be like 110 degrees here today. I'm not going to be going outside, but what I'm going to be doing is I'm going to go out in the pool. I'm going to skim it. I'm going to get it up to my legs <laughs> and, and do that and kind of cool myself off at the same time. What I'm going to do is I'm going to work on stretching. I'm going to get up in between my clients. I'm going to move my body. I'm going to do a really quick visualization of grounding and feeling connected to the earth, right? Once you start connecting yourselves in these ways, you don't always have to be necessarily outside, but it is the icing on the cake for sure. So move your body in nature. Um, and then reprioritizing your energy. It's really about what is my reality. So what am I saying that I have time for? Whatever you tell yourself you have time for is what you'll have time for. What you tell yourself you don't have time for, you don't have time for. That's, that's the plain facts, right? If I say I don't have time to work out, if I don't have time to prep my food, if I don't have time to know and focus on myself so that I know how I want to be. So I have ultimate self-trust. So I'm not worrying. Then I won't. The world is busy. The world will always keep you busy. There will always be a thing until you decide there's not a thing anymore. The, the key to this is doing it in a sustainable way. So oftentimes we'll go to extremes in this realm and we'll be like, okay, I have to fix it. And I'm swinging the pendulum all the way over to the other side and we can't maintain that. So reprioritizing your energy really takes baby steps. It takes one step at a time and implementing each one of those things and uh, um, implementing them into your life, into your way of being that makes it sustainable. And that's what a lot of people miss right there. All right. So those are the three ways to release the negative energy from your body. Now we're going to talk about the three ways you can tell when negative energy has left your body. Now, so we're going kind of on this journey. This is what it looks like. This is what it can feel like. This is how to release it. And this is how you know when it's different. All three of these processes are essential 
to keep recreating this process and this journey. What happens when we do all of these processes? Sometimes we just like, okay, that happened. Now I'm just going to go do this. How many times have you guys done that? Like I'm that, oh, this happened and never mind. I'm just moving on. But we need to go through this journey to make it a complete story, a complete solution. So it's not just this bad thing happens. I'm shutting down. I'm numbing out. I'm not paying attention, blah, blah, blah. And then the body gets sick or you get sick or something happens and you're down for the count. That's because you didn't listen to your body. That's the simple reason. Stress affects the immune system. Stress affects all of the hormones that when in overproduction harm the body, weight gain, hormonal imbalance, um, sadness, depression, anxiety. It's all connected, my friend. So now when we recognize what it feels like to be free of negative energy in the body, the other reason that this is important is simply because you then can recall this. You don't have to be recalling the negative all the time. When I experience true alignment, when I am able to get um, up in front of people on a stage and be 100% myself, I feel like alive and invigorated and balanced and happy and joyful. When I am myself in every part of my life, that's how I feel all the time. And when self-doubt comes, I know exactly how it feels to not be in self-doubt so I can go to that place. It's important to give your body the, the memory of this. Just like in trauma, the body won't forget anything that it ever experiences. So let's try and work on experiencing the more of the things that we want to experience and locking that in, right? So one result of releasing this negative energy is that you feel lighter, you smile more, and you have more energy, right? This comes in moving the body. Um, on the AIDS ride, I had to remember what it felt like after I finished a long ride. For a freaking 24-minute workout this morning, I needed to remember and tell my body what it remember what it felt like to get that feeling back in my body so that I finished throughout the workout. I needed to remember all of the times, um, especially on the AIDS ride, that I overcame obstacles, that I moved through um, my anxiety, my fear. So I didn't stay in the fear, right? So you feel lighter, you feel more energetic. I'd love to hear in the comments how you feel when you have released negative, the negative energy from your body that's caused through negative thoughts and things like that. You feel aligned. This is really key. Instead of I can't do it, it's I can do it. And this is how I know I can do it, right? We follow through the complete thought. We notice what's working for us and we notice the little things and feel so much more gratitude um, instead of like everything is falling apart. Like, oh, I just got a text from uh, my wife telling me that she's thinking of, of me. 
or, oh, I'm so grateful for this, or wow, look at how everything is just happening and I am able to enjoy it, right? You switch on what your reticular activation system is focusing on. You're able to do that because you're no longer in the depths or in the pool, like this pool of negativity and you're not like diving in. You're doing something different and you feel more aligned. You feel like everything is working for you. The last one is one I've already mentioned, and it is you really experience more gratitude. Um, and it's more like, it's not like, oh, I'm just so grateful that I have all these things around me and all of this. This is one thing why I must, I must be in nature. It's like, I feel this immense amount of connection. I feel this oneness with the universe. And I know that sounds maybe woo woo and all that kind of stuff, but I just feel this overwhelming presence, this overwhelming way of being of just beautiful, like gratitude and luxury and abundance and like just so fucking peaceful and calm. Right. This is what we get to experience when we release these negative things from our body. Remember when we're experiencing these things, we're also imprinting these feelings into the body. We're saying that we can feel this and it's safe to feel this. And it's so important for us to do that. Okay. So this has been a longer episode than I, than I anticipated. I'm hoping that something in this episode will empower you to pay attention to release the negative feelings, the negative energy that is from your body that comes from toxic relationships, that comes from toxic environments, that come from just honestly everything that we're bombarded with in this world. And it allows you to experience more freedom. It allows you to show up exactly the way that you want to, being 100% yourself, 100% of the time, no shame or guilt needed. This is really the goal of this podcast. And I hope that you will find that your road to radical visibility, whatever that means for you. So I'm going to end this show, this video, like I end every single video, please make sure to stay true to yourself be kind to others and always, always, always honor the wise one that is within you. I will see all of you on the next road to radical visibility until then. Bye.